Pages. And Lindsay with the Adventures of a Bibliophile. And together, we're Pages of a Bibliophile. Hey everyone! Welcome to our first quarterly book club, where we will be covering Monday is Not Coming by Tiffany D. Jackson. We'd like to kick things off by talking about Tiffany D. Jackson first. She is a TV professional by day. She has her master's in media studies. She's written another book called Allegedly. She lives in Brooklyn. She was four when she decided to be a writer, which I find awesome. And she used to read R.L. Stein as a kid. I don't know. Lindsay, did you ever read R.L. Stein? I loved Me too. I think I read like all of them. I clearly remember for my ninth birthday, we had a sleepover and we had like 15 girls. We, my mom invited every single girl in the class and she, uh, we had a Sunday bar and mom was like, oh, we'll do like a classic sleepover. So we had scary movies and they were the Goosebumps movies. That's awesome. I mean, I loved R.L. Stein, so kudos to her for remembering that she loved them. Um, some of her favorite authors are Jason Reynolds, also one of our favorite. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I think they actually tour together a lot, too. Um, and Jillian Flynn, which I have read most of her books. I don't think Lindsay has. Here's the thing. I watched Gone Girl, the movie, and I was so disturbed on a molecular level, I don't ever want to read one of her books, and then Sharp Objects, I can't watch. Yeah, they are, like, on a whole new level. I will definitely say that. Um, Side note, though, we just had a Jillian Flynn at Trivia Night. Like, the whole round was about Jillian Flynn and Elmore Leonard. Um, I got every single question right by myself. So, woohoo! Anyway, moving on. She also writes under the name um, Blue Daniels. I think that's her adult series. So just a little bit about Tiffany Jackson. We actually were trying to get her on for an interview for this book, but she is still on book tour. So it has been delayed. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. So we apologize for that. Yes, we were really trying hard to get her on, but it fell through at the last minute. Her publishers, though, were awesome enough to give us the book that we gave away for our quarterly book club. So, um, shout out to the winner of that, and we will be doing another one for the next quarterly yes, book club. Miss Rogers ELA. Yes, on Instagram. Yeah. Miss mm-hmm. Rogers ELA Foster. Okay, so moving into our feelings about the book. Our feelings about the book. Okay, so, Lindsay, do you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. She just looks so excited, by the way, to start this. Okay, so I was not sure about this book going into it. I actually picked it out, so I was, like, feeling all this weight of burden if it's going to suck or not. Uh, it didn't suck. (laughs) But the ending, like... Traumatizes you. It traumatizes you. It's definitely, like, Jillian Flynn light. Like... You can definitely tell that that's one of her favorite authors. Like, Jillian Flynn Jr., so basically, I really enjoyed it up until the ending. And I wouldn't say really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Spoiler alert. Okay, so just turn it off now because I'm going to tell the ending. Because I can't, we can't talk about this without talking about the ending. I know, but like, if you haven't read it seriously, because you do not know what happens until the very, very end. Should we even? No, I mean, I'm telling you, it like... I'm not, we're not even, we have spoiler alerts and we talk about the endings on the books, but we can't with this. I just can't. I yeah, want you to, really can't. can't. Like, the ending will completely leave you questioning all decisions you've ever made of thought in this book process as you're reading it. You almost have to read it twice. You do. You have to read it 
get this the ending and then reread it knowing the ending in mind right so on that note i really enjoyed it because it takes a lot for a book to be like oh what the heck just happened no like i was like no wait hold on and i would flip back a page and reread it i'm like oh no i read that right yeah I mean, it's insane. And I couldn't wait for Kelly to get to the ending because she's like, okay, I'm going to sit down and finish this. I was like, oh, just you wait. I can't wait till you get to the ending. She's probably like standing by on her phone. Like, oh, I was. Waiting. There was like, there's a two-part ending. That's the thing. Is the first plot twist, you're like, what? Like, you kind of see yeah. it coming. You see the first plot twist coming, but not to the severity. And then the second plot twist is a couple pages later, and you're like, holy crap. You almost have to throw the book. Oh, it was a throw a throwing of the book. Yeah. It was a throwing of the book. I mean... Because you just have to get it away from you. You have to process. So, obviously, our feelings on this book are there are a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. She did an excellent job keeping us reading. There was a little bit of lag for me in the middle, but I'm just... There was a lot of rep- repetition. And yeah. You're almost like, okay, now get to the point. But when she gets to the point, she gets to the point. Yeah. I'm going to say something pretty controversial here. Okay. I feel like this could be a really impactful short story, and it would still have the same impact as a short story as it would a novel. I would agree with that. I felt like it was a lot of pages I could have gone without. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's why I didn't want to say, like, really enjoyed. I did enjoy it. It just, what is it with, like, young adult right now that you have to have a 400-page book? I don't get it. I don't get it either, and the thing that upsets me about it as a teacher is, like, my kids are like, I read a 400-page book, and I'm like, okay, but it's not like Count of Monte Cristo. It's yeah, I not, know. And I hate to be like that, because these are phenomenal, phenomenal, and I know I say that word a lot on here. It's actually one of my biggest pet peeves with myself, but it's spectacular. There you go. <laughs> spectacular. It's spectacular. You'll know what we're talking about if you have seen, or seen, if you have listened to episode six, um, Dumplin'. But they won't have listened to that when this comes out. Oh, that's true. Listen to our next episode. <laughs> and you will understand what we're talking yeah, about. I'm so sorry. We um, have a lot of recording going on right now, guys. Yes. So, sorry about that, guys. Listen to episode six. You'll know what we're talking about. But there are amazing books right now coming out in young adult. More than there ever have been. But they're not the caliber of, like, Count of Monte Cristo, Shakespeare. It doesn't have that vernacular. It doesn't have that craft. Is it a good story? Yeah. But I just... It makes me sad because what if they just stop reading classics altogether now? And they just read these books. Not that this is a bad book, Tiffany, because that's not what we're saying. We are just saying that... Variety. There needs to be variety. Variety? You need to be well-rounded. You need to be well-read. You don't have to make a 400-page book? No. I mean... Cut out the things you don't necessarily need. Telltale Heart. A classic. Yeah. It's like what? I think I printed it on eight pages. Yeah. I mean, and I just, I feel like we're in a spot right now, and it's not just young adult, like, even adult books. Like, why are we putting so much fluff into things? I don't need the fluff. Mm-hmm. I want to know the story. Yeah. No, 100%. I agree with you. And our kids can definitely, I say our kids. Um, she mainly teaches pre-AP, and I mainly teach on-level. And my on-level 7th graders will look at a 400-page book and say, nope. Not for me. I'm not reading that. Whereas my kids are like, challenge accepted. I'm going to read it in the night and not be able to comprehend any of it because I'm speed reading through it. Exactly. So that's our kind of our feelings on this book. But um, summary-wise, 
Okay, so for the summary of the book, I will just tell you a quick synopsis of what Goodreads, Goodreads is my go-to, that's what I go to for any kind of book recommendations. Um, I have, I have a Goodreads account under the Adventures of a Bibliophile, Kelly has one under a million pages, yes. go check us out, we give lots of recommendations. Um, so on Goodreads, basically the synopsis that they give is that Monday Charles, she's the main character, is missing and well she's not the main character she's well I guess she would be one of the main characters in a way I don't even know I would say she's a minor character you would mm -hmm. I could I, yeah because we mainly just learn about her through Claudia that's true okay anyway Monday Charles is missing that's why it says Monday's not coming because Monday is an actual person she also has a brother named August and only Claudia seems to notice. Claudia and Monday have always been inseparable, more sisters than friends. So when Monday doesn't turn up for the first day of school, Claudia's worried. When she doesn't show for the second day or second week, Claudia knows that something is wrong. Monday wouldn't just leave her to endure tests and bullies alone, not after last year's rumors and not with her grades on the line. Now Claudia needs her best and only friend more than ever, but Monday's mother refuses to give Claudia a straight answer, and Monday's sister April is even less help. As Claudia digs deeper into her friend's disappearance, she discovers that no one seems to remember the last time they saw Monday. How can a teenage girl just vanish without anyone noticing that she's gone? And yeah, that does a great job. Basically, Monday vanishes. Claudia is told to stay away from multiple people. Like, don't dig into it. Let it go. Um, there's no word all summer because Claudia is actually away. Um, then she comes back. Um, and that's when all the flashbacks begin to before Monday went missing. So it shows like their relationship, their relationship with their teacher, relationship with their families. Um, and what she begins to realize is she doesn't even know Monday, even though they've been best friends forever. There's this whole world that goes on that she doesn't really know anything about. And I think she struggles with that. Mm -hmm. Like, she really does. I mean, I don't think she struggles. I mean, uh, Tiffany Jackson, T. Jackson goes into great detail about how Claudia struggles with that internal conflict of what kind of friend was I to Monday. Right. Did I know her? So, I thought it was phenomenal. It was, but it does pose a good question. How does somebody go missing? You know, I binge watch missing persons videos. Uh, Danielle Howen on YouTube, uh, Howen Fam. She is, uh, her name is spelled D-A-N-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. Last name is H-A-L-L-A-N. She does a phenomenal, jo phenomenal job covering missing persons cases. And they're, they're so interesting. I mean, but it's true. So many people go missing. And nobody goes to look for them. Or people do. And they're told we can't do anything about it. And mm -hmm. so, yes. Um, there are two things I love about this book. Do you want me to dive into those? Yeah. Okay. Of course. The first thing I love about this book is that each person is described as a color in the months. Oh my gosh. I wrote that down in my notes because I thought that was such a great teaching moment. Oh yeah. So I loved that. I love Miss Valentine or Valente or what? Valente. I would yeah, say Valente. Valente. Her relationship with her teacher. This is why we're teachers. Because her teacher relentlessly stays on it and knows that something is wrong as well. Stop building those relationships. She has turned them into CPS. She has done all this documentation. She is the only, only, only one that cares besides Claudia 
that something's happened to Monday. And she's relentless. And so that just goes to show the power of a teacher. I mean, the power of building that community with our students, why we do our job. So that really resonated with me. Absolutely. No, I, same person, Kelly and I, those are the two things that really stuck out with me too, because Claudia is an artist and I just love how she is able to describe everybody with a certain color and it's not like blue purple I mean they're specific like yes citrine. very specific colors yeah so I really loved it um so that is pretty much the synopsis according to Goodreads um we kind of already gave you our review of it yeah I mean we really just the, our feelings our reviews pretty much the same um Kelly why don't you introduce our questions portion that we're hoping to introduce to this these kind of episodes so we know this is our first quarterly book club, um, but in the future, we are hoping to have more interaction from you guys, and this is going to be where we cover our questions from y'all. These questions can be about how we felt about it. These questions can be about how you feel about the author or the book, or if you have questions for the author, we will c- reach out to them and ask them these questions ahead of time. We did do um, a story beforehand to kind of let y'all know what is going to be coming so we can do that again. And we can also do some Twitter feeds as well beforehand. So this will be the question portion of our segment. Um, We hope, obviously, it grows as we grow. And then we're also going to be talking about our next quarterly book club. So our next quarterly book club is going to be November 29th. We really hope you can participate with us. Eventually, I think our overall goal is to have like live tweeting going on with the hashtag pages of the bibliophile so we can have a live conversation and kind of transcribe it on here into the air. Um, But our next quarterly book club is November 29th. We are talking about the book hashtag murder trending. Um, I'm not sure if you just say murder trending hashtag, but it's the hashtag symbol and then murder Murder trending. trending. Um, it's by Gretchen McNeil, and it, it was just released August 7th of this year, and um, Kelly has been relentless about making sure we cover this book, and once I really dove into it myself, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, would, I would love to be in this world. I would love this book. So, Goodreads, I'll give you another brief synopsis of it. Murder Trending, again, by Gretchen McNeil. Welcome to the near future, where good and honest... Uh, Citizens. Why did I say murder trending? No idea. Goodreads. Get it together. Yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. I didn't mean to get off track, but it just has a really random numerical symbol symbol there. So, welcome to the near future, where good and honest citizens can enjoy watching the executions of society's most infamous convicted felons streaming live on the Postman app from the suburbanized prison island Alcatraz 2.0. Isn't that crazy? Like, you are going to watch an execution. And I, okay, I listen to podcasts as well, and I just listened to this, like, FBI profiler talk about the people that she interviews in Alcatraz, and I'm like, holy crap. So, I'm just, I'm so excited about this book. I can't even tell you. Mm-hmm. I know, and that just sucks you in from the first paragraph. And then it goes on to say, when 18-year-old Deagle Guerrera wakes up in a haze, lying on the ground of a dimly lit warehouse, she realizes she's about to be the next victim of the app. Knowing hardened criminals are getting a taste of their own medicine in this place is one thing, but Dee refuses to roll over and die for a heinous crime she didn't commit. 
Can Dee and her newly formed posse, the Death Row Breakfast Club, prove she's innocent before she ends up wrongfully murdered for the world to see? Or will the Postman's cast of ex- executioners kill them off one by one? First off, I love that their name is Breakfast Club. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Let's kick it old school. Yeah, it's like Hunger Games meets kind of Scythe. Yeah, I can't wait. I just can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be phenomenal. let's pray it's a five-star, guys. Yeah, I'm super excited to read that. Um, But yeah, so that will be out November 29th. We will be doing a giveaway of that book. We will let you know what date that is as soon as we get the dates set up. But it will be before November 29th. I think we mailed out our Monday's Not Coming, this quarterly book club intro. or. two weeks before giveaway winner about two weeks before <laughs> right. so we're hoping around november what seventh ish yeah so anyway guys well it was great talking to you today be sure to join us for our next quarterly book club and we look forward to talking to you in november